Hey, everybody, and welcome back to So The Story Is, the podcast. What's going on, world? We're back, episode four. Uh, going, going live. How's it going, Tort? Pretty good, man. How about yourself? No complaints. No complaints. Just living life, getting by, uh, looking for looking for wonder in the world, you know, the usual yeah, I hear that, man. Big time. Oh yeah. Um, so let's hop right into it, dude. I got a, I got a few questions for you if you're if you're up for it. Let's hear them. Cool. So I want to know what was the funniest thing that happened to you last week. The funniest thing, like haha, funny or like ironic afterwards, like oh, geez, that was. I, that would have been funny if that happened to someone else. Uh, uh, no. I don't know. I think uh, take take it as you as you wish. Whatever feels right. Sure. Okay. Um. So, basically, I get lunch uh, once a week or so where I work. It's pretty expensive to buy lunch, so I usually try to bring it. Um, I'm sure, lots of people out there know how that goes. But, um, yeah, sometimes maybe once a week I'll go out, you know, you don't love warm turkey, warm turkey sandwich. <laughs> um, not like we don't have refrigerators. I guess I, I don't know why I don't use those. But, uh, yeah, so there's some food trucks by where I work and I'll like walk over there sometimes, be feeling really, really good, you know, put some bumping music on. It's my day, like vacation almost. And I walk over and take my pick. There's usually a decent selection. So I went twice last week, unfortunately. Um, I kind of caved to to the uh, the devil on my shoulder and in my pocketbook and went and I I bought lunch twice. So but the first day was good, but um, I don't know. I usually expect to like see people there. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know why I, I like don't run into the same people ever, I guess cause I go so infrequently, but, um, this time I kind of made eye contact with someone and I don't know, it was weird. It was like, I felt like I recognized them, but obviously like upon second thought I didn't. And so we were the only two people at this truck. And I like kind of started to say something, but I didn't, which ends up as like a, okay, this guy's super weird. He's talking to himself. Okay. I go to the next, I go to the food truck later in the week and uh, there are different ones. They kind of shuffle them around, I guess. And I go up and I buy this time like a hamburger. It's not bad. It's like five bucks for like a cheeseburger with like bacon and stuff, like fully loaded. Um, and I turn around and who is there but like this same person. And I like, again, on top of the initial feeling of like, I swear to God, I know you, but I also like objectively have never met you. So what the hell uh, am, I, am I thinking? I... I'm looking you dead in the eyes, like two feet away, again, 
And um, <clears throat> and I just said, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> like, which is something that I, you know, that's like a silly thing to say. Um, but anyways, so that was my funny moment, which was like, as soon as I walked away, I thought it was hilarious. Um, if I ever see him again, I'll probably, uh, say what's up, <clears throat> but I think I seem like kind of a jerk in the moment, yeah. or I don't know, who knows, who really knows, I guess I'll have to ask him when I see him again, but, um, that's my funny story, probably be funny to watch, and also, it was funny to live. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, dude, that's uh, hell funny. Yeah. Nice, so, dude. all right. Yeah. All right. That was kind of a a swing and a miss there. I wish I had something, but that was my silent funny moment. That was like yeah. no one else saw it, knew that that was funny. Yeah. Um, no. But I mean, that's that's like real in a way, dude. That you could be so situationally tapped in that from the outside, a innocuous, awkward look between strangers has such a more significant meaning, you know. Hmm. like how often yeah. is that happening to random people all the time you know <laughs> you just totally, have no yeah. idea like what's going on i got fisted bill pretty good that's uh yeah bro funny enough for you yeah i'll take yeah. it all right so for you i want to know um i guess it's not a question per se, but like, I want to know what the realest business you took care of, dude. Like when was a moment where you took care of business? Um, and yeah, take that as you will, bro. But like some people call that adulting. I hate that phrase because, uh, we're all just here to do business and I want to know what yours was. Ooh, taking care of business. Um, damn. Can I, can I say like a story from like today? Does that count? <laughs> of course, dude. Okay, so <laughs> so I like the I never get direct deposit. That's just like I've never ever gotten it. I don't like I've it's a mixture of laziness and also just I like seeing my check, which I know whatever, dude. It's not like the money's the same. I know it's probably wasting my money to have to go to the bank and deposit this check or whatever. But for, for whatever reason, I've just always enjoyed um, feeling it in my hands and seeing it. So I don't get direct deposit, obviously, which means that um, the, the lady at my work that does HR has to distribute my check to me every when we get paid, every pay period. And uh, she was on vacation the last week which was our paper. <laughs> so I, I like didn't get paid last week, bro. And I should have, and I'm not like that. It kind of hurt a little bit, to be honest, dude. Like I really needed my check. And I remember, I remember going over there last week on like on the day, a day after we were supposed to get paid. I was just like, what's up? Like, where's my check? And they were like, Oh, what's your name is in here. I was like, okay, but I see my check. Like, I see the stack of checks. That's my check. And they were like, you have to, like, you can't take it. There's a, we have a system here. We have protocol. You need to, 
wait for what's her name to get back. So I was just, I don't, I didn't know what to do because it was, I don't know, bro. That's never happened to me before. I don't know what kind of protocol they have. They probably just checked my name off a list. But uh, whatever, dude. So that just sucked, and I was super broke this this like last week. So today I show up, and I just like march in straight away and head straight to the HR place. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, I need my fucking check right now. I need to get paid right now today. You, I'm owed from from a pay period and a half at this point. And uh, it's unfair what you guys are doing. And I don't care like what the rules are, blah, blah, blah. You need to give me my check. And I was just all pissed off because I had literally like been eating questionable leftovers the last three days, dude. Like I need to get paid. So I was just like, fuck it. I'm getting my paycheck today one way or another. So I basically like went in there and handle business and after this whole speech which of course i didn't put in those words exactly but the sentiment was there i need pay me you owe me and uh felt like a real big boy and it was just funny because the person that was there was like oh okay what's your name here here's your check (laughs) (laughs) i was like yeah better not let that happen again too and just stormed off 10 feet to my desk and it was all over but uh yeah, that was that was pretty funny, dude. Although, like, looking back on it, I, I feel like that's anti-handling business because I should have done this shit last week when it was actually, like, payday, and I probably could have done that. But, uh, but yeah, that was cool. That was a nice little, nice little moment. Thank God I got paid, yeah. too, because it was starting to get tragic. Well, dude, that's what that – kind of stuff is all about i totally feel that and we've all been there right where you kind of like pussyfoot around the subject yeah um when it's important and they will tell you the first time obviously there are is a way that they do it but then who you know rules are meant to be broken and people you know checks were made to be cashed and shit so yes uh i totally I know, I feel like everybody knows that feeling of like, oh my God, I like, I should have just said this last time. I can't believe that. Yeah. And next time, and this will never happen again because I know exactly what the fuck is going on. Yeah. It's certainly not this at this job or, but also at any other, you know, I, uh, yeah. I'm supposed to get paid every two weeks. So unless we're going bankrupt or something, I, <laughs> you know, you owe me a check and I'm going to, I'm going to demand that. But uh, yeah, it's it's just one of those those funny lessons you learn as the new guy, you know, that um, sometimes the system will just not give a shit about what you need or what you're ostensibly owed, and you have to just walk over and ask HR for your check sometimes. And uh, yeah, it felt kind of awkward, <laughs> but also afterwards, I was like, okay, never again. Never again will I uh, will I have to eat. <sighs> well, never say never. But yeah, yeah. Business was handled and it was all good. And uh, that's good. And yeah, that was that was a cool moment, um, dude. Just to extend that a little bit, I know we've got our our time allotted here, but uh, you just mentioned being the new guy, and I feel like that's a super common. I mean, generally speaking, everyone has been in that 
situation at some point in their lives. And a lot of people that we know are doing that right now, like pretty much everyone I know is in their first job or second job, you know, and, right. and nobody's been there for a long time. But anyways, is there, are you still the new guy? Is there a, have you, I guess my question is, have you had a, are there like newer people than you at the job? And what does that feel like? Cause I know I can speak to that also, but yeah. Wondering. Well, it's, it's interesting. Cause, um, I, there are new people that have come in since I've been there, but most of them are my senior. I'm still the newest person at my respective place on the, on the ladder, which is pretty much as at the bottom. So for me, it was like a mixture of not really ever having to have this interaction with this department before and never really going through that procedure on top of the fact that there's just the psychological uh, weight of just knowing you're like at the bottom of the ladder. And I try, you know, most of the time I try to just like handle my responsibilities and not like, yeah, not interact with hell other people. Um, as much as I can, at least in like the greater corporate structure. But uh, no, I haven't had that experience yet, which is interesting because I feel like you probably um, you probably learn a lot about where you're at, how much you've grown into your position when you get to see that someone else step in and, and do it, right? I would imagine. Yeah. So my experience with that is extremely limited and I, I – just because I'm also like very much at the bottom of, of the ladder um, as well. But there, there have been like lateral positions to me filled mm -hmm. that are with like new people, you know? So it's like, okay, we have the same amount of responsibility. We probably get paid the same, but I've been here longer than you. And so I, it's not it's not a gnarly like okay now I like am superior because we are fall in into completely different chains of command, um, but just that feeling of like hearing I don't know I sit in this place where a lot of the new people have started to sit and like hearing people get the new employee talk um, around me maybe like three or four people and. Just how funny that is, dude. I don't know. It, it totally boosted my, my, um, not my confidence, but like my sense of like belonging and like my entitlement to like what's going on there, you know? Um, yeah. In a way that like when the coffee thing is like not working good, like I feel like I've been working there long enough to like smack it a couple times or like <laughs> fuck with the, the buttons or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Totally dude. Totally. Yeah. Um, I know. I know. That's like a cool thing. I think that comes, that's just like a time thing almost dude. I have almost, we have like a giant water cooler and uh, sometimes there's like no water in it, but I've never done the transfer until like a month or so ago. And finally, I was like, I know where the water jugs are. I have, I've been here long enough to where uh, I should be able to just put a new water jug in. So, started doing that. Felt like the man, you know. <laughs> totally, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's cool to to start to like just get to know a place, dude. It's a cool feeling. 
Yeah. Say no more. I know where the scissors are. Yeah. Yes. Be right back. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah. Where are the direct deposit forms at, actually? <laughs> Dude, you got to get on that. Yeah, no, that's actually, it's like foul. Especially now that, like, making, like, actual, like, better money kind of salary-wise than, than, like, college jobs, it's like, okay, yeah, this is, uh, this is Bush League. What's going on here? Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, cool, man. Should Good. we, uh, transition here to our, uh, the completion yes. of two cooking challenges? Yes. The first time in, yeah. uh, this challenge's existence, we have finished, uh, our cooking challenges and they're, they're glorious, dude. My yeah. challenge to you was cook with coffee. What'd you do? Yeah. So I, um, co- I kind of just treated coffee as a spice, um, and included it in a, uh, rub slash marinade for, uh, for some chicken wings I took to a Super Bowl party and, mm. uh, Dude, it was awesome. Really good. Very pretty, like straightforward, um, sweet, tangy, spicy rub. I put a uh, brown sugar was the base, and some salt and paprika, cayenne, um, some. What else did I put in there? Oh, some dried oregano, and a little bit of cracked black pepper, and then a tiny bit of uh, espresso, dude. A little bit of uh, ground espresso beans. Um, just powdered it up as finely as I could and tossed it in there, let it in some red wine vinegar, let it marinate for a few hours and then baked them off, man. They were great. They were awesome. They were uh, coffee forward, in fact, which I was a little worried about. We might not we might not get that uh, flavor profile too much, but it totally came through. It was balanced really well with the um, with the brown sugar, gave it like a nice, nice rounded uh, feel to it. And, um, dude, it was, it was really cool. It was dope. Cause I feel like, um, I mean, I'm sure you'll talk about this with your challenge as well, but I think, you know, coffee, coffee is like a relatively strong ingredient. So finding a way to not even sneak it in the dish, but just put it in a dish where it doesn't become the centerpiece of it. Um, well, I was like worried that that wasn't going to happen, but it totally worked. It was really bomb. Uh, smacked on those wings hella hard i love chicken wings um so it was dope dude yeah i uh have yet to put up pictures but we do have pictures coming on the ig as soon as uh as soon as i get uh get around to put them up so yeah great challenge loved it enjoyed it very much that was hell fun and uh yeah dude one more one more wacky ingredient into the repertoire that's good dude yeah would you use it rel- like regularly are you going to use it again is it something you would was it still experimental you feel like you have a, kind of a handle on it uh i I've, i wouldn't say i have a handle on it um i would definitely make these wings again for sure uh i also probably would be confident using coffee as as like a pure rub adding that to a spice rub i think it's i like pretty much understand um, just from cooking it one time, you know, how, how much goes, uh, what distance, you know? So mm. I would, I would for sure do that. I better be great on some, on some pork, dude. You could probably do even 
like a flank steak or something with it. That'd be really good too. Um, yeah, oh, but boy. Fi- finding new ways to balance that out. I think it's easy when you have just sugar because um, coffee and sugar just taste really good together. Uh, but yeah, man, definitely, definitely going to keep experimenting with that because it was just, it was like something new. You know, I've never, I've had that only probably a few times uh, through other people's cooking. So yeah, definitely, definitely want to try that again. Um, yeah, they were hell good. That's all I can really say at this point. I'm still uh, recovering from the shock of it. Oh wow, dude! Yeah, yeah I'm I'm uh, definitely gonna hit you up for some tips because that's very high on my list. I, I feel like um, that's such it's pretty high level, man. I feel yeah, just the is. the ability to like think of coffee as as something other than coffee, you know, which is like coffee flavored ice cream is not like ice cream with coffee in it it's like ice cream that's supposed to taste like the drink right 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 yeah definitely dude i i think um i think you're onto something there which is uh i mean i think ah yeah man once you get into the the real subtleties of cooking you know once you you got the like basics down and stuff and you can really start experimenting with stuff like this it's it's like a whole nother game, dude. You really have to just think outside the box and think about uh, not traditionally what you would use this for, but just what is this at its core, you know? Like a coffee bean is the same as a uh, um, a pepper almost, you know, or any other thing, like a spice in a way. Or it could be any a number of other things that you uh, turn it into. Um, but which, I think it is unique. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was I was going to make a transition, but you should finish that. No, I I think it I think it is unique and also related to the other like spice-like ingredients um that you mentioned in that it is so compact and there's such explosive flavor in a coffee yeah. bean that I feel like is is unique to things that are traditionally used for spices and you know in that like it, a little goes a long way, like you said, and figuring out how much goes how far is probably a very um, educational experience. So anyways, that, that's fucking yeah. awesome, dude. Yeah, and I, I mean, we, we talked about this last week too, the, the similarities, dude. Coffee was your challenge. Cook something savory – or excuse me, chocolate was your challenge. Very much the same in that uh, you really have to, to reimagine that in a way kind of to, to put it into something else or at least think about like – the subtleties, dude. So what'd you uh, what'd you come up with? Yeah. So originally, I was thinking some kind of rub as well, um, just because it was kind of the easy way out in that um, it was the first thing I saw. You know, you can like rub it on some ribs and then put barbecue sauce on top of it and then yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. But, um, but dude, yeah. So I, I went – I swung hard, dude. I swung for the fences and made some mole and oh, – it was the first time I've ever tried to make that because it's, um, you know, quite a process. And I really, I really do believe in being like true to true to form and like, and respecting the process and the like tradition of a dish like that. Like if I were ever going to try to make something like pho, it would be similar. I think I would try to spend, I would invest the time to try to make it how like taste 
like it's supposed to. Yeah, and that's what I did with this. I ran around. I got like a bunch of different kinds of uh, of fucking chilies from this cool little market, dried chilies. And it was, dude, it was a real serious process. Basically, the ingredient list is on the Instagram page. It's very long. I won't go through the whole thing, but like you soak the chilies, you blend them, you saute up a bunch of veggies and like fruits. Um, you blend that. You uh, fry up some nuts, dude, and some seeds. That was actually kind of the kind yeah. of the kicker. It was like anise seeds, uh, coriander, uh, cumin seeds, uh, sesame. And people more probably familiar with that. And then like, uh, yeah, you just like I just put them in some butter, dude, and um, and that's kind of so the end product. You blend it all up and you put it. And you can throw random shit in there to try to give it like new angles. And then you just let it cook there for four or five hours or however long you can really. Yeah, yeah. Um, I put some chicken breasts like just in there just when I like cooked them first to use some of the oil like that came off them in there. But like I just threw them in there. And um, anyway, so it was all right. It was it was fine. I've had better, I've had delicious mole in my life. I'm like privileged to say, and this was not that, but, um, it did feel, I didn't follow a recipe particularly closely. And I also didn't, I like read a bunch of recipes and then kind of freestyled it. So, um, I don't know. I think my combination of chilies was like maybe not traditional, uh the process was and i wanted to stay true to form there you can't always get all the ingredients you need right but especially for mole that's like yeah yeah so there was like a pound i I don't know dude i put like a pound of chocolate in it and it so it's good so the problems i would say are that i kind of burned the fucking nuts dude and that's easier to do than i thought it was yeah and that flavor really stuck with it. So there is kind of like a sourness to it at the end. And um, also, I think I put too much chocolate in it, which is hard. <laughs> you can't really taste it, but like it, it's a little chalky kind of. That being said, I can eat, I have two gallons of it and I plan on eating it every day this week. It was good enough. It's good. Um, it's not perfect, but it's good. And the chicken, dude, is what came out of that. There was a huge win. The fucking chicken, so tender, so good. I couldn't even pick it out of there with like a spatch or with like a tongs, dude. It just melted away. Oh, man. It was a bone-in like split breast. And I've literally only pulled like four four bones out of it, dude. Whoa. They like totally got eaten up by the mole. I swear to God. Just fell apart in there, huh? Like, I think the bones dissolved. <laughs> Dude, that's and, awesome, uh, man. Yeah, that that picture looked hell good. That looked, it looked like mole, dude. It looked like some smacking mole. And super dark brown. Like, a, like uh-huh. for show, put a pound of chocolate in that. Yeah, actually, a lot of that color comes from the, um, the Chile Negro. Ah. The black chili. Um but yeah, totally, totally, totally lots of chocolate. 
Um, it, it also kind of burns at the bottom of the pan. So I don't know if you're supposed to let that, if that's part of it, or if you're supposed to stir it frequently enough to like make sure the chocolate like doesn't settle down there. I feel like that's a, that's like a Herculean task. You'd be stirring for hours. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, mole, mole's like, I was really excited that you took that one on because mole's like not easy to make at all. It's a uh, super difficult, very time consuming too. But, uh, but yeah, sounds like you crushed it, dude. That's a, uh, sounds hella good, dude. It looked hella good. When you threw that picture yeah. up, I was, uh, I was hungry, man. That uh, hit me, had me feeling some type of way. Dude, I think we'll get together and make some mole yeah. and, uh, it'll be, and, and we will avoid these original sins and, uh, crush it. It's, it's not that hard with the level of of like cooking knowledge that I know that you have. So you just need a blender, dude. You need a blender and you need like 12 hours, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. The blender is real though. Um, yeah, that I've been thinking about like a blender or food processor. Cause that you can up your game so fat. If you have one of those, honestly, it opens up an entire new world. Um, Yes. But, uh, yeah, that's awesome, man. That looked super smacking. Rice and beans on the side, classic. That chicken was popping out of there. I, uh, I'm jealous of you, man. That looked really, really good. And what about you? Do you do you feel confident? Would you uh, do something else with chocolate now? I would do something else with chocolate. Sure, I'll rub it on something, I guess. But um, more than anything else, dude, I'm going to make mole again like yeah. not too long from now and I'm going to do better and it's going to be it. I, I feel confident as like mole to me in, you know, there are a few dishes in that I have tasted that are like, this is the pinnacle of human culinary potential and mole is one of them. I've had good mole like that. Yeah. And I think it's something that I, you know, hope to carry forward uh, through the rest of my life, man. And like, be fucking 50 years old making mole and it's about to hit it's about to be so good when i'm that old you know what i mean when yeah. i've been doing it for that long um so i'm glad i got started now dude amazing challenge you really you you pushed me and uh i appreciate that yeah man so, that's what it's all about successful week of food challenges for us for both of us dude yeah. yes i'm stoked you really love to see that um yeah good good stuff going on uh, all around the board um so yeah, so, yeah so for everyone you know you right now is the time you would all the listeners uh you would expect us to present another challenge and instead we've we've kind of altered it a little bit because we can happily say that we're both going on something of a vacation next week yeah um Andrew, you're going to Montreal, up to uh to French Canada. Um, yeah, going up to the to the freezing frigid north for a few days um, this week, and you are heading, I guess, the same direction I'm... for you, huh? Yeah, still north, but um, yeah, I'm going to Philadelphia for for an evening. Um, 
and I'm also going to be kind of trying to live the high life here in DC for a change. So yeah, um, bit of a vacation. So we're going to change our food challenge a little bit to challenge each other to eat some kind of regional fare. Um, and so for you, I got two dishes in case you have trouble finding one or the other. And if you don't find either, you still just got to eat something um, Quebecois. Um, but so number one, what I got for you is a uh, poutine rapé. Poutine yes. rapé. With two E's and one has an accent. I won't tell you which. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, this is a uh, a boiled potato dumpling with pork filling. Uh, quote unquote, we call them snot balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So. Okay. Okay. Canadian snowball, huh? And I think, yeah, the other one, I guess, is definitely not exclusive to uh, Quebec, Montreal, but I think um seems like they do them pretty good up there, and I've never had them, and it's something that I think, uh, I hope you might actually grow a, uh, a taste for, you might acquire a taste for, uh, Prairie oysters, if you can find those up there. Ooh, I think I know what those are. Um, are we talking uh, uh, balls? Ca- cajones, dude, yeah, cajones, yeah, for real. Oh, wow. So, okay, are prairie oysters specific to uh, a specific beast? Because I've always heard it for, <laughs> for cow, but what about like a moose? ball or a uh, or a um arctic oysters yeah what's like is that is that like a thing is that what they they say or call them um let's see yeah rocky mountain oil okay so um lamb fries testicles as food wikipedia page <laughs> jesus dude Goat testicles are fucking fat. Yeah. Beef testicles also pretty big. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like that's just the uh the euphemism. Oysters or fries or Yeah. Well shit, I'm down to eat all the balls, dude. Um I'm gonna if I can get my hands on some moose ball, I'm gonna try and do that. But it, if not, dude, I'll settle for a. Uh, for any other mammal that uh has the cojones for it, but yeah, dude, I good. feel like a a moose ball would be like it'd be like you and your buddies, you know? Yeah, that would be we'd have to work as a team. Um, but hey, that's what friends are for, right? Eating balls together, absolutely together. Cool, dude. Okay, what was the Poutine, what was the second word? I didn't write it down quick enough. Uh, rapé, R-A with the um, the hat, okay. and then P-E, forward accent, E. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> those will probably be good. I try to find those for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm for sure going to eat some poutine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to seek this one out specifically, though. That sounds fire. And also, straight up, we'll eat the shit out of some prairie oysters. Should I cross paths with them? Um, so yeah, man, good stuff. 
Cool. So I have, I have some ones for you. I know you're only in um, Philly for a day. So I have two for you as well. And these are both things you should be able to get at the same place. Maybe. I think so. Um, okay. So the first one is a dish called Irish potato candy. <laughs> it's a it's a callback to uh, Philadelphia's Irish roots. Although, according to the Wikipedia page, despite its name, uh, it's not from Ireland and does not usually or ever contain potatoes. So, what you're left with is uh, some classic Philadelphia staples, including cinnamon sugar and cream cheese i think that actually might be it it just sounds like a ball of cream cheese and cinnamon and sugar i think um <laughs> or maybe not maybe it's more than that i'm not sure you're gonna have to find out and, and let our listeners know um but it looks good all the pictures i see it actually looks pretty smacking um so that's one for you the other one i'm not going to tell you anything about except for the name, which is what caught my attention. When you're in Philadelphia, I want you to find some water ice. Water ice? Water ice. And eat it. <laughs> and eat it. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping it was a drink of some kind. Well, you're, you're going to have to look up what it is and report back to everyone because uh, you might be surprised at what you find. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> in that case, I guess I will. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, okay. I've already uh, Googled it. Yeah. It's Italian. It looks it's like Italian ice, but, uh, Philadelphians call it water ice and they're probably going to pronounce it water ice. And that's just hilarious to me. Uh, cause water ice, like what, what is that? Water is ice. What's going on there, Philadelphia? Yes, yes. Definitely I feel you, dude. Just warrants some investigation. And uh, apparently it's like smacking too. It's like a, a whole thing they do down there. So uh, Yeah. So yeah, two like questionably, possibly at one point, maybe um, European dishes over in, over in Philly, dude. You're going to have to check it out. Let us know what's going on. Yeah, dude, I can eat some dessert big time. You know me. Hell yeah. Yeah, that, that'll be a nice little thing for when it's uh, probably going to be like 20 degrees out there. It's some nice water, yeah. water ice. Hey, can I get some uh, cherry water ice? <laughs> I mean, come on, go birds, yeah? Hey, go birds. Yo, that's going to be awesome, dude. Do you know? Is the parade this weekend? It might be this weekend. Oh, fuck, dude. I hope it's not. Oh, dude, it's, Philly's going to be lit. They're destroying that city right now. Not on, <laughs> not on um, Sunday night, hopefully. Oh, Jesus. Ask, ask Siri when the Eagles parade is. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, yeah, hell of a game. And I, I have been uh, flirting with Eagle fandom recently. I know you've kind of dived in a little bit. Yeah, my, my roommate's a huge Eagles fan. So we were uh, – you know, I'm as much of an Eagles fan as I am a 
just a fan of anti-establishment. So I was I was happy to have a team to root for besides the Patriots, the dynastic Patriots. But uh, yeah, great game. Holy shit, that was an amazing game. Go Birds. Yeah, go Birds for real. So I for, kind of forgot about that. So we'll... I'll definitely have to report back. Yeah, dude, anyways, we'll both have some good stories from our trips. Um, but but in the meantime, uh, before uh, we party hard, or play hard, I guess is actually the phrase, we have to work hard. And so yes, we do. I think at that, at that moment, it's a good transition. You've been working hard, man. You got some good... Uh, you got some content. Yeah, we do. Um, we do have a new story up. Hopefully, uh, we uh, we will have this up for you to reference, listeners, when you when you hear this um, on our Medium page. But yeah, I just cropped out another story. Um, this one it was fun because it was food related. Um, I talked about it, I think, two weeks ago, so it's a little overdue, but it's here. It's a nice little, this one's more of a, a personal essay angle, I would say, um, with a story at the heart of it, trying to push the narrative along. But it, yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of a cool little like, um, reflection on my time in New York and like some specific cultural musings I've had and, uh, how one specific bowl of soup that I had factored into all that. So, uh. So yeah, go check that out. That was a fun one. Um, definitely always fun to uh, to write about food. For some reason, I've always enjoyed that. And so uh, yeah, hopefully you guys get some get some tasty morsels out of it, like I did. But, oh, uh, dude, yeah. yeah, you guys got to read this. It's it's super. It it really is an ode to a bowl of ramen that. Uh, you love to see. I mean, first and foremost, obviously, it's it's a story about um, an experience. Would you say? I mean, it's a true story, right? It's not a yeah. it's not a fictional endeavor. Yeah. No, this was not fictionalized in any way, which is awesome. Totally. So you know, and it speaks to some kind of overarching uh, themes in in Andrew's life, and while also centering around a, a bowl of ramen, which is. Uh, which is described in mouthwatering uh, kind of soul-twisting detail. It's very good. Yeah, soul-twisting. So. I like that. Yeah, dude, it was cool. Uh, like we said, go check it out on our Medium page. Search So The Story Is and uh, should pop right up for you. So I hope, hope you guys enjoy that. Um, yeah, you were hinting that um, I think we can expect something soon from you. You want to tease any of that? Yeah, I'm going to write about hands and like the, um, the kind of therapeutic uh, experiences I've had while actualizing the importance of my hands as someone who like didn't grow up working on cars or as a fucking tradesman or craftsman of any kind i i i feel like a lot of times the the modern 
person is very, that's kind of taken away from you. Like, oh, you don't work with your hands. You, you urbanite. Yeah. But uh, there are plenty of good ways you can use your hands and it can be extremely rewarding. And I've, I've encountered a few of those. So, yeah. Um, oh, that's super interesting. That's uh, yeah, that's going to be dope. I'm sure probably relevant to a lot of people that listen. Yeah. Hope, hope so. Yeah. It, we, uh, I was teasing something about a book once upon a time and in, in this cast. And so anyways, yeah. Um, nothing, nothing yet. So, you know, bear with me and, um, make sure you spend your time with Andrew's piece cause it really deserves it. So, but the story is, so the story is we'll have, uh, any number of stories to come. So keep checking it out. You know, we'll have, uh, the updates. This is just where you come for the, you heard it here first. Breaking news. But the breaking news. Yes. Exactly. Yes, yes, cool. yes. Well, sir, I think that probably wraps up our time here. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in for episode four of So The Story Is, the podcast. We hope you guys had fun and I certainly did. I hope you did as well, Torp. Oh, yeah. All the time. I uh, hope you have a good time next weekend, man. And I look forward to catching up next week. Until then, signing off. Signing off. See you later, man. All right.